six the prophet talked about the people and he made mention he said the people's condition was like going from a mountain to a hill i thank god tonight that when we get into church we are in the top of the mountain yeah at the top of the mountain there's a vantage place you can see things that people at the bottom cannot see right I thank God that when we repent of our sins, we get baptized in Jesus' name and get filled with the Holy Ghost. God said he would show us things to come. Yeah. He would show us things that are coming down the road that we wouldn't ordinarily be able to see without this gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I thank God tonight that when we get into the church that God puts us upon the top of the mountain. Yeah. And he said that um, the people, they started to go backwards. They, let, they left from the mountain and they went to the hill. I don't want to ever get to the place to where I leave the mountain to go for a hill. Right. I've had the opportunity... You may be seated. I've had the opportunity to uh, ascend a mountain. Uh, it, was, it was a scary thing. And I want to say in going up a mountain, it takes a lot of work. You can't just sit down and think you're going to get to the top of a mountain by doing nothing. Right. It's going to take some effort tonight, church family. If we want to get to the top of this mountain, if we want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, it's going to take some effort. Yeah. We have to put in some prayer. We have to put in some fasting. Yeah. We have to put in some Bible reading. We have to put in the things that's going to allow us yeah. to ascend this hill of the Lord. The Bible says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in this holy place? The Bible says, he that hath that clean hands and a pure heart who have not lifted up his soul unto vanity. The Bible says, he is going to be that one that's going to go into the mountain yeah. of the Lord. It's going to take work tonight, church family, but we can do it. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ that will strengtheneth us. I thank God. And going up this mountain, like I said, it takes work. Somebody had to, to, to build structures in order for us to get up there. And once you get to the top, 
the air is, is pure. Yeah. There's pure air at the top of the mountain. There, there's no pollution up there because man-made pollution just doesn't go that high. And I thank God when we get into the church, God delivers us from the pollution of this life. He takes away all of the filthiness and the garbage that this life wants to put inside of us, and he's going to give us something that's pure. See, Pastor talked about that pure river that came out from the throne. The church, we have nothing but pure things. With the pure word of God he gives unto us when we get this gift of the Holy Ghost, he's going to make all things pure in our life. The Bible says to the pure, all things are pure. Yeah. But to the defiled, all things are defiled. And he said that these people, they went from all the great benefits that God has in his church, all the many blessings that God has in his church. He said they went from that down to a hill. If you look in the back of this church, uh, we have something that's similar to a hill. Uh, it's made out of muck, but it's, it doesn't take very much effort to get on the top of the hill. I mean, a little child can do it. And I, that, that's not what we've come into. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2 talked about how the Lord would establish his church in the top of the mountain. Yeah. He, he's not going to put this thing down in a low place. He's going to put it in a high place. Yeah. We get this gift of the Holy Ghost. God is going to put us in a high place. He's going to give us a high vantage point that where we can see and that we can know things that come even before they happen. Right. I just thank God tonight because he's done great things for his church. He has given us many wonderful blessings and benefits. This is the greatest opportunity yeah. that we have to be in the top of the mountain. We can be on top of everything. We can live above sin. Yeah. She pastor talked about this this morning, about how sin. And one thing about it, without the Holy Ghost, as I said before, it's impossible to live for God. You're gonna, without the Holy Ghost, you're going to try to use your human strength to try to live above sin. Right. And you'll find out after a while it's just not going to work. You'll get tired of it after a while. You're using your human strength to come to church, and after a while that, that burns out. But with the Holy Ghost, God will give us the power to live above sin. Yes! Come on. That's right. Holy Ghost banner. Yeah! Thank God. God gives us the power to have a right attitude. Without the Holy Ghost, we can't get our attitude right. It's impossible to get it right because it's not the nature of the flesh to have it right. Right. That's why the Bible says we have to be a partaker of his divine nature. Yeah. We repent of our sins and get baptized in Jesus' name. God gives us the Holy Ghost and we become a, a partaker of his divine nature. And I give thanks tonight for God and all that he's done when he gives us the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let's continue to give God thanks and praise tonight. Glory.
you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's love him. Come on. Bring your minds together in the Holy Ghost. I praise you, Jesus. I worship you, living God. Bless your holy name, and I thank you for this truth. Thank you for this wondrous message, almighty God. I thank you. I thank you, dear Lord. And I praise you, dear King. God, you're mighty and holy and great and divine. Thank you for being such a great and wonderful and glorious God. Thank God and thank God. You have a Bible tonight? Let's turn to the book of Psalms. Thank you, Jesus. Good to be in God's house tonight. Good presence of the Lord. You know, the world, while they get in the scripture, the world puts a lot of spin on things. And uh, but you know, that can that can be done in a good way. I was thinking, I was spinning for Pastor Hopper. I was thinking, well, you had a day or an hour or whatever at your own personal private beach. You know? God has a way of arranging things for us. Isn't he, isn't he a wonderful God? <laughs> Everybody said amen. amen. All right. Let's look at Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of the God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night sheweth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their word to the end of the world. In them hath he set the tabernacle for the sun. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to work for a little bit tonight. No stopping this. There is no stopping this. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Thank you, dear God. You know, the Bible said that, I'm sure you're aware that the Bible said, that heaven and earth is going to pass away. But Jesus said, my word, that's not passing away. That's not going to pass away. Not one little accent mark is going to fail. Everything that God has said is going to come to pass. Every detail of it, he's trying to say. He didn't just put something out there and it had no purpose to it. Everything that God has done has divine purpose. In Revelation, it is said of what we preach, what God gave to the church. Acts 2.38, John 3.5, and all that goes along with it. He made it clear to John the Revelator, and he called it the everlasting gospel. The everlasting gospel. This isn't, wasn't going to be just for a very short season. Uh, this wasn't going to be something that was fly by night. Not at all. But this is the everlasting gospel. This is a part and fitting into a fabric of God saying, not the smallest little detail is going to fail. It shall come to pass. There's no stopping this. Absolutely no causing this to cease and desist. Uh, I have read, though, <laughs> in the Bible, also in the book of Psalms, said that the mouths of the liars shall be stopped. Oh, I like that. I put that in red, friend. I got that one right there. I wanted that one. Oh, man, you're talking about the chief of them all. And you've got Revelation also where he said that there's an angel coming and he's, he's going to have a great big chain and he's going to 
get that dragon, and then he's going to shut him up. Oh, friend, shut that lying tongue up, Lord. Take care of that stuff, God. You know how to do that. But you know what? I don't have to focus on that. I want to I wanna spin that. I want to focus on the right thing. I want to focus on the everlasting gospel. I want to focus on God saying what I said is going to come to pass. And don't you worry about it. Every good and gracious and wonderful and glorious thing that I have put in my word concerning my church is going to come to pass. Amen and amen and amen. Woo! Yeah, Lord. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Oh, yes, my friend. There's a lot of stuff. You can be seated. The, the uh, guy with the funny name, Sennacherib, or something along those lines. I'm not from uh, uh, the Chaldeans, so I don't, might not pronounce it quite like they did. The home folks, you know. But uh, he's out there, you know, and he's doing his junk. And he not only was saying a lot of stuff, but he was saying it in a language that the people of God understood. He was, you know, that's just the way it is, especially, let me tell you, about people that backslide. Oh, they know how to say it because they've been around and they've been a partaker. And so they know just exactly how to sway and what to say. But, you know, you've got to grow in grace and knowledge. And you've got to uh, employ the sword of the Spirit and the breastplate of righteousness and the, and the shield of faith and, and all the wonderful things that God has given he said, finally, brethren, you get all of that. You put it on you and help protect you from the wiles of the enemy. You, you get what God has given, what His Word has told you about and teaches you about. You get this experience and you don't stop at Romans. That's where you hit the overdrive. And you take it from Romans to Revelation, friend. And God's going to put some real stuff in you. God's going to teach you how to live for Him on a daily basis. God's going to teach you that this isn't just for a day or a month or a week or a year. This is a, this is a much higher octane. And this is going to sustain you. That's a good Bible word. This is going to sustain you, my friend. He's going to hold you up. Amen. God said, I'll give my angels charge concerning you. And they're going to bear you up. They're not going to let you touch the ground. They're not going to let you fall. They've been told by God what to do. And when God says it, they do it, friend. They do it. Woo! Amen. I'm going to tell you what. You don't have to worry about God's holy and elect angels because they've already passed the test. And that's why we've got them and that's why they're here. And that's why God allowed Satan, if you please, one reason allowed him to do what he did in the heavens. And God said, you finished now? Good, because you're out of here. And out he went. And sometimes God's let people do the things they do and he moves them out because when he gets down to those that he knows are going to do what he tells them to do, they're going to be there. They're going to be at, at, at attention. They're going to live for God. They're going to obey God. They can be counted on. They can be trusted. Their motives are right. Their heart is right. Because they passed the test. You know Satan went to everybody. Sure he did. He was just trying to get everybody he could get. Well, all he got was a third. And that left two thirds. We're in the majority. Isn't that wonderful? We're in the majority. You may not think so, but you just do it like God does it. And you take God's understanding, God's wisdom, and you apply it to your heart and to your life and to your walk with God each and every day. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Praise Amen. The Lord. Amen. And God said, He's going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. God said, I've given you an everlasting gospel. You go ahead and preach this. You go ahead and tell everybody about this.
because there's no stopping it. There's going to be those that are silly enough to try to fight it, and uh, wasn't, weren't they sad and, and uh, upset when they crucified Jesus Christ? They thought for a couple of seconds, and that again is the mentality of a backslider. They thought, oh boy, we're doing big things. You know, we're telling the pastor off and we're doing our own thing and nobody can tell us what to do. And the next thing you know, uh, Satan is crying the blues because Jesus rose from the dead, friend, victorious, and said to the devil, if you please, you allow me a little uh, leverage here, but just give me those keys. You're not going to have them anymore. The privileges you had, you're not going to have anymore. The good blessings you had, you're not going to have them anymore. I'm going to give them to somebody more worthy than you, Lucifer. You're not having them anymore. Amen. 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 A lot of times people think they're in control and they, they find out after a while, in the heart of hearts, they find out that God's in control. God is in control. And when God, uh, Jesus Christ, in the days of his flesh, God in the flesh, and he stood there in front of some men, and they were, had so much to say, and, and they even said, well, you're not even yet so, uh, so much of an age, and yet you've seen Abraham? He said, before Abraham was, I am. Well, friend, that I am carried great significance with it. And they knew exactly what he was saying. And they were looking for some place to throw him over the edge of the cliff. But they weren't able to do that. He just ignored him and passed right on through him. Let me tell you, my God knows how to take his church through every kind of everything. He knows how to bless his church. We've come through the dark ages. The church has come through the catacombs. Churches come through the birth of all kinds of false doctrines and the church is still going on. The truth is still being preached. The Holy Ghost is still being poured out. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There's no stopping this. There's no stopping this. Amen. So best for people to learn not to fight it. Amen. Satan lost his opportunity. Jesus said, well, I saw him. Yeah, I saw him fall like lightning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I did. I beheld that. Well, we, beheld, we have also been able to be, behold when people, unfortunately, have done what they've done. But you know what? You don't look at that. You look at the ones that are going on. You, and I read in Ezekiel. You should read it sometime. It's got a lot of wonderful things in it. And old, old brother Ezekiel was given a vision. And brother, what God was showing him was it went straight forward. It went straight forward. It went straight forward. And that's where the church is going. The church is going straight forward. We're not turning to the right. We're not turning to the left. We're not going backwards. We're going straight forward. So you better make up your mind to get with the church. You better ask God to help you with your attitude. Help you to get your heart thinking correctly. Help your spirit to get right. Amen. Ask God for that kind of help. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. He can help you to use this, all the fruits and all the weaponry that we have in God that's mighty in God that pulls down Satan's stronghold. He can help us to overcome the forces of darkness that try to trip up and cause people to stumble and, and to have the wrong attitude and the wrong spirit. And God knows how to help us. He knows how to help us to overcome not only our flesh, but the enemy. And the time is coming when God said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut him up. <laughs> I'm just going to shut him up. Oh, brother, I like that. I like that. But I'm not going to focus my mind, I'm trying to tell you, on him shutting up or liars shutting up and their mouths, their tongues being stopped. 
I'm going to, I'm going to focus on them. That What did Paul say? It is a great and effectual door. It's right there. It's open. Let's go through it. Let's get with it. Let's go for God. Let's just, just learn how, like Paul, when, when he, man, he, got, he took a board, I suppose. He's one of the first surfers, you know. And he was out there hanging ten, trying to get from that broken up ship in that storm. What's the matter? You never read that in the Bible? You've got to read your Bible more. Anyway, read between the lines a little bit. But uh, Paul was probably the first one to hang ten. was showing him down there somewhere in, the, in uh, Australia, somewhere down there, where the waves are big. And uh, he came to that, that place, friend, and, and uh, it, was, it wasn't a good, a good, a good weather. It was, it was cold and it was rainy. And uh, they, they got right in, he got right in there and the rest of them got in there. And, and uh, Paul said, well, we got we to gotta do what we do. We got to get a fire started around here. And, you know, there were those that were just of the very wrong opinion. I keep thinking I'm going to stop, but if you'll hang in for a minute or two, I will. And, and they, uh, they, they absolutely thought that Paul was a murderer. They, they had it all figured out because the vengeance of the sea didn't, you know, didn't, yeah, it just made everything so bad. And they figured he's, he's had it. But when he got to, when he surfed in there and he got to that, to that land and that beach in that area, then they, they started, yeah, okay, okay, maybe this dude's got something going. And then the next thing to know, Paul's trying to build a fire and get things going and, and here comes a snake. Like an asp, like a deaf adder, the Bible used the terminology. And it just leaped on Paul. And they, they, these people were people of the island, friend. They knew what was going on. And they, they, they had the Rolex out, and they were looking. Okay, it's been about 13 uh, minutes here. He ought to be on the ground dead any moment, any moment now. And they were counting it down. They were probably, knowing them sinners, they were probably taking bets. And, uh, and, and, uh, but, you know, Paul just kept going on. That snake couldn't stop him. That poison couldn't stop him. He just kept trucking. And uh, he said, I've got to build a fire. I've got a job to do. God's given me something to do, and i got to do it. In spite, of the, in spite of the storm, in spite of the snakes, in spite of people that are misjudging me and what I'm doing, he said, i got to just keep on keeping on here. By the grace of Almighty God, I can't do anything less and the heavens that declare the glory of God. Amen. The sun that's shining in the tabernacle. God said every day it's testified. You're not going to stop this. You're not going to stop this. Don't fight the church because you're never going to win. Get with this. Get in the flow. Get in the south. Get on the board. Go in the right direction. Woo! Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Oh, yes, and what, when they change their minds. People will change their minds. Thank God for those who do. And they said, well, the vengeance of the sea was, was bad, but it didn't, and it, it, it didn't look like he was going to live, but he did. And now the snakes come to get him, and, and all this poison hadn't shook him at all. He just keeps on going on. He's got an everlasting gospel. <laughs> He's got something that nothing's going to stop. Nothing's going to stop. They thought they'd stop Jesus when they, put those nails, you know, and everything they did to him, they thought they stopped him, but they didn't. They didn't. Not at all. Not at all. What they did was <laughs> realize that, uh-oh, we've just, we've just caused something greater to happen. We just fit right into the, those places that things that needed to be fulfilled, and we were the dupes that fulfilled them. Boy, I'm on the wrong side of this thing. I want to get on the right side of this thing. I want, to get, I want to get behind God's Word and God's program and, and what God's doing. I want to be sure I'm doing that. I want to get that mind of Christ. I, 
I want to get that righteousness and that proper attitude, and I want to get that song you've got. So I'll just bring us all to the altar. Shall we do that? God love your heart. No stopping this, church family. No stopping this. Who wants to stop it? I don't want to stop it. Falling, fresh to me, I've been there, the Lord, who will me.